0: Good
2: afternoon and welcome into this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR TV 10 Brought to you in part of the Brown Funeral Home and Cremations Robert Fields and Sons family owned full service funeral home That has proudly served our area since 1880 Spencer DePoynick, Grisellini, Colin McLaughlin and Dylan Bishop Happy to have you with us here for this Tuesday, May 30th Everybody had a long weekend uh, Nick, how was your weekend? It was good It's
3: all uh, Guardians of the Galaxy on Saturday it's a good movie, and uh didn't really do too much else, but kind of just relax. R&R. You got some R&R. R&R. Rest and relaxation. I thought you meant WR&R.
4: Now I'm he's like getting it's... some WR&R right now. <laughs> I didn't do anything
3: WR&R-wise, but no,
4: you maybe got some I was supposed to.
2: Rest and relaxation. All right, Colin, how was your weekend?
4: It was good.
5: Yesterday, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy, so it was a good movie. Uh, Not with me, then- though.
4: That's why I said yesterday. You All
2: said right, then. Went Saturday. Dylan's going to say he went to see it on Sunday. <laughs>
4: uh, you would think, but no, I actually saw it last week. But oh,
2: uh, so they were behind the curve. You were ahead of the
4: curve. I'm, I'm always ahead of the curve, Spencer. You know me.
3: Dylan's on top of the latest in pop culture, sports.
4: I'm MDs. a man. Yeah, that's right. I'm a man of culture.
3: He's a man of many talents.
4: I love
5: the cinema.
2: But anyway, the rest of your weekend was it good?
5: Went to the O's game. Yeah, it was fun. They won the day, Colin. Went. Exactly. That was their only win in the <laughs> long weekend.
2: Dylan, how was your weekend? I know you traveled back
4: here. I went back. Uh, well, I was in Philadelphia on Thursday, Friday. Uh, not quite the weekend. Was, uh, close enough. Yeah, close enough. That was a nice time up there visiting a friend, seeing him graduate from law school from Temple, and then I spent the rest of the weekend in Berkeley Springs. Got some R and R down there.
2: <laughs> oh, you got you got R and R coverage out there.
4: Uh, you you're Right. It's surprising. <laughs> the all the way station. in Berkeley Springs. Yeah, <laughs> Some people tell us. That uh,
2: Dylan came things. back to the Panhandle on Friday. I left the Panhandle on Friday. I uh, went all the way down to Lewisburg. Uh, it was a fun time. Saw a concert down there at uh, the state fairgrounds. Then on Saturday, played 27 holes of golf. And I'll tell you what, by the last nine, I was a lot better than the first nine, which is all that counts, right?
4: Maybe not in your golf. <laughs> You we'll just want to get 1% better every day. That's all we have.
2: Yeah, I mean, look, these guys in the PGA Tour, they have bad... They're, nobody's
3: perfect. As long as I get better, that's all that matters, right?
2: Yeah,
4: sure.
3: <laughs> Is there any evidence of you getting better, though? Do we have, like, a scorecard yeah, you or something? Still have I don't
2: have the scorecard,
5: card, no. Official scorecard. I
2: can get the picture of the scorecard. Did you
5: shoot over a 100?
2: I think I shot an 89 or 92.
4: 89 I'd or 92 I can't
2: remember which one cuz I'm bad at
3: golf. So I, I had a few that. beverages that day.
4: Uh, so so are somewhere in, in the on a
3: 9 hole or an 18?
4: The Ooh, combined yeah. score in the 27. That would be impressive. That would be very impressive.
2: <laughs> no, 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 like the the, the combined first score 9 in we did games, best ball so it's an 89. So mm-hmm. on the 9 oh, hole okay. we did a best ball to begin like to just we're, just, we're all just kind of having fun getting our swings in. Uh but then Sunday was a very interesting day. I woke up in Lewisburg, West Virginia. I drove to Martinsburg, West Virginia. Then I drove to Ashburn, Virginia, got Colin his by Dan beer, picked me up Thank a you. second four pack, came back here, uh, closed the night out at Black Draft. Uh Black Draft got some peach vodka coming. Very good. If you ever we're not sponsored by Black Draft, but God uh, that Get was pretty,
4: yeah, no free ads. You should have worked on that. Yeah. <laughs>
2: I
3: should have. Right. Should have got some R and R. Not there. <laughs>
2: Well, it was a good weekend, a great weekend now let's get into the work week here, guys, as we uh start off the show today by the time the show ended on Friday uh a new transfer commit from former Martinsburg bulldog, and he's uh in a familiar conference,
5: yeah, but not the school that we expected him to go to uh once we saw him enter the portal. It seemed like the rumor and the discussion was. All around, Braxton Todd coming to rumor. I would say Shepherd. Huge. I mean, yes. it, it was a very solid rumor. We even saw him when we went to uh, the, the Mountaineer the Pub thing. for the uh, the draft night draft night party with Tyson and Joey there. He was in the building, talking with the building. Coach Travis, McCook, uh, saying hello to Travis and Travis Shepard was players. Travis was, in,
3: was suggesting things that Travis
5: night. Was, was, to, was really hyping it up as was much play, as he possibly
4: could. He was trying to play Adam Schefter. He was trying to break the news right then and there. They were more just trying to will it into existence. More than anything, but yeah, I mean, he ended up going to Gannon instead of Shepherd. Uh, who knows? You know, until you hear right from from him, who knows the exact reason why he decided to make that move. Uh, inside the the PSAC, but not at Shepard. Hey, it could be in many number of things: playing time right away versus you know scholarships versus non scholarships. There's only so many at the D two level. Did Shepherd have any to play with to give to give him one this year versus what Gannon could offer? So it's a, there's a ton of th- factors that go into it. School, but, yeah, I mean, the, there's the school a itself, specific
3: degree that he yeah, wanted right. at Gannon. I mean, when you're playing D two, you know you got to consider. I mean, even when you're playing D1, not that many guys get it, an opportunity to play at the next level after that. So, um, you know, there's a ton of factors that could have played into this. Overall, I think we got to be excited for Braxton yes. Todd, uh, and Gannon's a program that's getting better. They were had a good team last year. They were not very good when we saw them, um, you know, a few years ago. But they've gotten a few Division One commits or guys from the D1 level to come down there. Uh, their quarterback two years ago was from Ohio State they had a wide receiver from Penn State so you know they're known for now kind of getting those kind of players to come and play there um, and have success so I think that plays into it as well Uh, probably had a little bit better opportunity to start right away and probably some money definitely played a factor but overall I think you know congratulations to Braxton Todd hope he does well for gannon in the future and uh if Shepard gets to play against them that would be a fun matchup Uh, because i think they're they're getting to the point now where they're they got a pretty high powered offense they can put up some points so i think it'd be a really entertaining game Uh, Shepard doesn't play them this year but either next year maybe in the conference title for all we know i mean Gann's getting that tougher west division so you know we'll see how it plays out but uh definitely excited for braxton todd and congrats to him
2: uh, before we move on and go backwards, we'll just go forwards here. Martinsburg Bulldogs football schedule is not 100% finalized, but the uh, we figured out Highland Springs was off the schedule. We didn't know what happened there. But Colin, hot off the presses from the email this morning. You got their 9 out of 10 games, the official schedule.
5: Yeah, I do have it uh, here from the athletic director and Davis Moore sending it to me earlier today because I saw that there was some confusion online about the uh, football schedule. I was just trying to find something for us to talk about, and I saw two different teams, depending on what website you looked at, for September 8th, but got it all finalized for the full schedule that they have so far. So I'll start at the beginning, the season opener, still against the Canadian team in Clarkson in Ohio and Ireton. But if you're a Bulldog fan, that that's the farthest you have to travel as of right now if you want to go to each game this year. A lot of games either in the EPAC or just at home. So September 1st against Stonebridge at Martinsburg. September that 8th. It's going to be an interesting game. Yeah.
2: Stonebridge, a very huge VA 5A yep. power.
5: Yep. Uh, runner-ups, I believe, in yeah. Class 5A. They lost to Highland Springs. so. That should be a good game but then September 8th you got boyce Latin out of Maryland at Martinsburg and then September 15th HD Woodson returns to the schedule against Martinsburg at home the 22nd of September you have Jefferson at home if you're Martinsburg your road game in the EPAC then goes on the 29th against Musselman and it's homecoming against Washington on October 6th the bye week right now well, is open week or open week, not a bye week, correct, October 13th. That one, I believe they're still potentially looking for a 10th game, either that or the third, but we know typically they like that last week of the regular season to be open, and most likely will try to fill, if they can, that October 13th, and then they end the season on the road in back-to-back games, but it's at Spring Mills and then at Hedgesville.
2: I would be intrigued. The way that this kind of schedule feels out to me is that – they haven't gotten the contract signed for that last game but it's definitely something they feel comfortable with at some point actually happening uh i'm gonna guess 10 13 probably uh that would have to be the night for senior night if you get another home game because i don't see where you're gonna have senior night unless you're gonna have it before homecoming
3: yeah it's really um, weird we'll see yeah. definitely you know some interesting schools on that list uh Woodson's had some decent teams, but for the most part, Martinsburg's been able to handle them over the years. Boys Ladin is a small private school in Maryland, just outside of Baltimore, um, usually kind of known for their boys lacrosse, not necessarily known for football, but you know, anytime you have a private school on there, it's kind of like 50-50 if they're going to be any good or not, depending on how they recruit or, or whatever the situation is there, so... I think overall that you know there's a good challenge there early in the season against Stonebridge, and uh, we should be looking at Martinsburg you know, probably sitting around where they normally are, either undefeated or one or two lost team if you were to slip up to one of these uh, private schools or Stonebridge. But um, I think overall they're going to have a, another really good year, especially with Coach Walker coming back, and uh, excited for the season.
4: Right, yeah. Yes, Stonebridge should be the measuring stick there. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Spencer. You you should know the Stonebridge is the former high school of Jonathan Allen yes, of, of the Washington Commanders. Yeah. yeah. So that that they produce a lot historic of historic coach there.
2: Mickey Thompson there as well. Yeah.
4: Right. So that should be their tough uh, matchup of the season, and all those EPAC games. Obviously, you know, it doesn't seem like based on last year there will be a team that'll hop up. Uh, and be able to topple Martinsburg from the top of the EPAC, but uh, you never know. Musselman uh, is losing a lot of their their top talent, uh, but Jefferson's bringing back some for themselves. So we'll see how that turns out. And you know, coaching change. We, you could say you never know, but it is Dave Walker coming back for Martinsburg, so maybe you kind of know.
2: Yeah. So. Uh, before we hit the break here, let's transition to back to bait or over to baseball again. Uh, the Berkeley Post 14 Hornets Junior Legion team started the season this weekend. They went two and one at a tournament in Maryland. They got a 10-2 win over St. Mary's Legion 17U. They fell 9-4 to, to KSI Elite 17U and then ended this, the game the, the weekend on Sunday with a two-to-one victory over J. Batts 16U summer long. Um Connor Smith, the Washington product, seven innings on the mound on Sunday, four hits, one run, four walks, and ten strikeouts. And then uh, Colin Reed's younger brother, Brady Reed, also Washington product, came in for the eighth inning, gave up just two hits. And uh, they're currently sitting at two and one, as I said. And, you know, looking at the stats, it looks like total for the weekend, uh, three hits from Taron Boyles, guy from Musselman, two hits apiece. Um uh, from Michael Poltar, Sven Dupree, and then uh Alex Danner, which i have to get tripped to tell me what school you went to. Uh but a lot of these guys are on J V or they're they're guys that are low that are, you know, young varsity guys.
3: Yeah, I think uh overall, you know, we'll keep up on how they do this season, but it's good to have for the post fourteen team to have another team uh that kind of feeds into their senior team. Um so you know, down the line, those kids will be familiar with playing with each other. So I think it's overall, you know, good to see. And we'll see how they do this season.
2: Yeah, our post fourteen senior legion covers will begin this Saturday for a doubleheader at P. O. Faulkner Park as they take on Swoyer's They'll post 644 out of PA, but that'll do it for this first segment of the Sports Mix brought to you in part by Parsons Ford. Ken Parsons Ford and Martinsburg, they became number one by making you number one. First, go to ParsonsFord.com for more. After this break, we'll talk about the Celtics collapse last night and the heat going uh, to the the NBA Finals. And then at 1230, we'll be joined by former Martinsburg baseball player Michael Lupus as he commits to play at Glenville State. We'll be back after this two-minute break. You're tuned in to the Sports Mix on Talk Radio, WRNR, and TV 10.
0: But I Because they were six At one. At the Berkeley County
6: lost. Health Department. But yeah, eight and
5: three. Why am I-
6: and environmentals protect the health of the general public. We're committed to building public health in our community by offering a wide range of services, including blood pressure screening, breast and cervical screening, family planning, counseling, lab testing, and more. We perform health inspections to make sure the restaurants you visit are clean, and we prepare and coordinate plans to respond to all hazards. The Berkeley County Health Department, 122 Waverly Court, Martinsburg. Hi, I'm Ron Springer, head golf professional at The Woods. If you're a golfer who loves fun and competition, get your friends together and enter
2: one of the many fundraising tournaments held at The Woods. You and your group may qualify to play in the area's premier golf event, the Tournament of Champions. The winning team will receive individual prizes as well as a cash prize for the organization they represent. For a list of qualifying tournaments, see ads in around the Panhandle magazine and the journal. For a list of rules and regulations, visit thewoods.com or contact me, ron at thewoods.com. Welcome back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV Ten. Spencer, Nick, Colin, and Dylan. Happy to have you with us here as we get into the second segment of today's show, and that is Colin and Dylan over there. Not the happy side after last night. You guys are both Celtics fans, correct?
4: I'm not. It's Colin. Oh, I always Celtics. thought you were a yeah, Celtics yeah, no. fan too. I'm Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a point in my life where the Celtics were my favorite team when I was like eight or something. <laughs> Colin too, but he just kind of stuck it out. Yeah. All right. Well, the Celtics. So, your bandwagon. Fan. Yeah, that's what I'm
3: hearing. Actually, jumping to yeah. the best team in the league, the Oklahoma City Thunder. I think when you're a child, you're
4: allowed to you know bandwagon a little bit. All Once right. I well, got...
2: that first quarter really doomed the Celtics last night, going down 22 to 15, and then uh, at the end of the half, you know they were down. What they were, were they down for? Twelve or seven? Were yeah, they down twelve? They, were down seventeen something. at it one was, point. Yeah. 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 But yeah, uh, they lose 103-84. Best comeback in NBA history almost happens but doesn't, and the Heat move on to the NBA Finals to take on the Denver Nuggets. Do we think that at this point, at the beginning of the playoffs, anybody would have predicted that? Definitely not the Heat.
4: No, I think the Nuggets—they uh, weren't the favorite to come out of the West, but even you know, though they were the ones, here. exactly. <laughs> like maybe I'm, but my point was about to be. I think maybe they maybe they should have been the whole time. I think yeah. we just kind of thought that the Suns were going to figure it out. It's like oh, they've only played ten games together with KD and Booker and Paul and Aiton, but they'll figure it out. But turns out no, Chris Paul gets hurt like he does every year in the playoffs, <laughs> and they just you know Aiton was not that third he superstar got hurt too. guy. He should
2: the Lake? Should excuse me? Should the Celtics trade anyone?
5: jalen brown i mean a lot of people called. think jalen brown especially after last night's uh, horrible performance by him even though i think he was still somehow the second leader for the celtics in the game even though nobody scored over 20 points i mean
3: just because you're the second leading scorer doesn't mean you did it efficiently
5: i, I know eight, eight turnovers a negative 17 margin i believe it, it was an abysmal performance by him and it, it Part of me, even though it might just be an overreaction, because I really thought the Celtics were going to pull it off yesterday, I thought being at home, winning three straight, and the way they won game six, all the momentum was on Boston's side to go out there, feed off the energy of the crowd and get the win, but they go out there and do the exact opposite, continue to shoot horribly from beyond the arc, and then have turnover after turnover, and just really no momentum whatsoever for some reason, it seems like if you do disband the band, you got to start with Jalen Brown because he's your big piece to actually get good quality players back if
4: you were to trade anybody. And his contract's about to come up as well. Mm-hmm. So you kind of do... You do either you, go max out contract or you trade him. Yeah, can you give him a yeah. super max or do you get rid of him? It's kind of a question for me. It's like, well, it's kind of the tra- the question with any trade is, well, what would you get for him? Like if you can get a pretty similar quality player who's a little more reliable in the playoffs because Jalen Brown has his troubles handling the ball, you know, driving left, being consistent as that second scorer with Jason Tatum, it, you know, if you can get a guy up on that same kind of echelon, another All Star, then maybe you consider it. But I, I don't know if it's if it's like a one year rental, perhaps for that team that's getting him, they don't know if they're going to keep him and you know what assets would go one way or the other then i don't know i i think you probably stand pat and just say hey maybe you know joe missoula give him another crack at it he's very he's the youngest coach in the league he's only 34 it's his first head coaching experience at the nba level so
2: there comes a second question do you relegate missoula back to assistant then hire a new head coach
3: Well, whoever you hire would probably want to bring in his own assistant coaching staff. Let's not
4: not forget that Brad Stevens is sitting up in the box as the president of basketball operations. He could always drop back down, demote, you know, say, hey, Joe, I'll keep you on as assistant, but I got this, buddy.
3: Yeah, I always thought that was weird that Brad Stevens Mm -hmm. did that. But um, in terms of the Celtics, I mean, this is, you know, another year where they failed to win a championship with this group. I think eventually you got to move on, even though it is – you know, a young core.
5: And that's uh, the point that I was going to bring up. I, I was thinking the same thing last night, obviously, being a just don't have enough to get over fan. the hump, it seems like. <clears throat> Sorry, you got to realize they're 25 years old.
3: But you're losing to Caleb Martin.
5: No, I, I don't disagree. I'm, I'm yeah. disappointed. <laughs> I am <was I'm, laughs> thinking about that I'm Saturday I'm the most Who frustrated person Martin? in the room about the loss, but they're 25. Curry didn't win his first championship until 26. LeBron didn't do it until he was 27. To okay, to LeBron
3: didn't have, you know, other all-stars around him. To he Collins. did when he won
5: the championship, to yeah, Collins' he did point. He won the
3: championship, to but Collins. the Celtics have that now, and they're losing to Caleb Martin and Gabe Vincent.
5: Who? 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 To <laughs>
3: Collins. You're not wrong. And they should shooting way too many threes. 42 last night.
4: Listen, and they made seven. Uh, here's a tweet from ESPN's Bill Barnwell. Tatum just finished his age 24 season, Brown his age 26 season. The Celtics lost in Game 7 of the Conference Finals by 19 points. Go back to 1989-90 season. Scottie Pippen's age 24 season, Michael Jordan's age 26 season. The Bulls lost in Game Are 7 he, of the Conference guys, Michael, Finals Jordan, by Pippen 19 them? points. Now, hey, not yet. Jordan and Pippen weren't Jordan and Pippen yet in I 99. Mean, That's the whole point, Nick.
3: Maybe. Maybe. We'll see. They, yeah. were losing,
4: they were losing to the bad boy Pistons in the late 80s and what and was the their issue? 90s. They
3: needed a coach. Phil Jackson came in and fixed everything.
4: I believe Phil Jackson might have already been there, but you, I could be wrong about we that. Do he might have come in in the early 90s. You're right. Yeah, I don't right know. We
2: do have some breaking NBA news uh, from Mo Bob Myers is stepping down as Wiz- or Warriors GM and president and saying, quote, it's just time. Uh, this was speculation I saw last week because his contract actually expires, I think, like July. Yeah, I'd heard about that. June 1, things, I think. Yeah. Well, do you know what
3: the speculation was?
7: Uh, he, goes about, no, he, goes no, he goes to Boston. No, he goes to Washington
3: to be the GM. Okay, this that well, wasn't yeah. why I was hearing. It was something about maybe his relationship with the... Organization or something? I don't know. No, Did, I
2: think he's a candidate to be the GM in Washington.
4: weren't we talking well, about Masai Ujiri uh, going to be the GM of the Wizards too?
3: Yeah, well, the Wizards do have well, we can a talk. new president. Yeah, but they don't. But have he's going to hire a new GM. Yeah, I don't know if Bob Myers would be that guy. Would he want to work under the guy wing winger or whatever? his Winger, name is? winger, winger. Yeah.
2: How about we discuss this later on in the show? We'll step aside for a quick break. Segment sponsored in part by Orsini's Home Store, not just an appliance store any longer. Buy your Traeger Grills at Orsini's at 360 Aquos and Way or online at orsini's.com. We're joined by former, former Martinsburg Bulldog baseball player Mike Lubis as he commits to play baseball at Glenville State. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WR and tv 10 back in two minutes.
7: To your over there talking to mine. then you
5: Mommy, where does flavor come from?
6: Well, um, when people love food, they cook it on a Traeger grill. Meat, corn, even pie. (laughs) And then the Traeger does the rest, which brings everyone to celebrate this beautiful thing that they've created. Because when you share delicious food with your friends, that's the flavor of life. Shop now and save at Orsini's today. Whether it's a strain, sprain, or fracture, WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine in Charlestown and Spring Mills now offer same-day
4: appointments. No referral is needed unless required by your insurance carrier.
6: WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine offers the exceptional care you expect for the injuries you don't. For same-day appointments at WVU Medicine Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, call 304-725-BONE.
0: Nats fans, the party is just getting started at Nats Park as the 2023 season is underway. They sit down the line,
6: extra bases into the corner.
0: Bring your Natitude and cheer on Joey, CJ, Josiah, and all your favorite Nats players this spring. See you later. While you enjoy a beautiful day at the ballpark with cold drinks, great food, and unbelievable giveaways. Visit Nats.com slash tickets and join the fun. Now, back to the sports mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM, AM 740,
3: and TV 10. It's effective.
2: 1-2 delivery. That one hit into right. Left field going back on it is hot. And that one's out of here. A home run. Michael Lupus continues to lead the dogs in home runs now with three on the season Now a two-run shot. To left field, the dogs are on top. 2-0. Third
1: strike. Welcome
2: back to this edition of the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV 10. Spencer, Nick Colin, and Dylan, happy to have you with us. We're now joined in studio by the now Glenville State Pioneer, Mike Lupus. Yes, and, Mike, how you doing?
7: i fine. How about you?
2: How are you doing? For real? Because we know that you missed the end of the season, and it's been, a, it's been a tough couple of weeks for you.
7: Yeah, getting surgery tomorrow, bright and early. But
2: again. you're still able to go play in college. It's probably got to be the biggest relief that you've ever had.
7: Yes, sir.
5: What led to this decision for you and uh, why you chose Glenville State
7: um coach Mullins was really nice to me up there I mean nice facilities great field I mean he treated me with with a lot of respect so that that was my final decision
3: what uh what are you planning to do in terms of on the field are you gonna play uh, first or third? We saw you do a lot of different things pitch uh, what's their plan for you at Glenville
7: um Anywhere that Coach Mullins wants me. He said he he might throw me in the outfield. He wants me to pitch a batter or two. I mean, anywhere.
4: Now you say you're going under the knife tomorrow. So mm-hmm. do you know the what the recovery time is going to be? Is that going to get in the way of any sort of?
7: Um, uh, six, six to nine months it would take. And he said that they have a full-time uh, physical therapist up there. So they're going to help me out up there.
2: So six to nine months, that puts you really close to the start of next season.
7: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's – that was also another decision he He took a chance on me, and I mean, I was really thankful for that.
3: You had a great season this past year uh you know throughout your career, I guess we talked a lot about on the broadcast. you seem to get better and better uh each season, obviously, it didn't end the way you wanted it to with the injury, but uh just kind of I guess talk about your career at martinsburg and and how you progressed to get to this point.
7: Oh, I just worked hard i mean I got surgery last year. And I just had to work hard and get back to where I was. And I just – all the hard work got me better.
5: And with all that hard work, uh, obviously now, unfortunately, having to go through another injury, which means another entire process of trying to work back to where you are and get better. So do you know what that's going to entail, I guess, upcoming in the next six to nine months to get ready for another season?
7: Yeah, I think I'll come back a lot stronger. I'm hoping – maybe top my four home runs down in Glenville and just come back way better. Hopefully play my freshman year.
2: And at the beginning of the season, uh, you know, it was kind of just a couple of you guys being the the senior leaders. And, you know, we talked with Coach Byler, and he said, you know, I don't think necessarily this team's going to be a a team that's going to hit the ball out of the park a lot. And then you have four home runs this season. Uh, What is your kind of your mindset going into this last season with the power that you were able to have in your bat?
7: Um, I just I was just hunting the fastball. Like my father always told me, he was like, I mean, you go down 0 O two, you're. He pretty much said I was a terrible hitter, but I mean, I got ahead in the count. I was getting up two O, great against great pitchers, and I just hit the fastball well this year.
4: So once much? you know, go ahead, uh, Dylan. okay. So w- once you get healthy and you're able to uh, get things going over Glenville, what's the thing that you still want to improve most about your game?
7: Um hitting the outside pitch, I struggle a lot on that. And probably working more in the middle infield and scooping the ball at first will help me a lot up at Glenville.
3: How much do you think your uh time with Berkeley post fourteen helped you in this process?
7: <laughs> um, it um helped me a little bit, but yeah. Unfortunately you didn't
3: get you're not gonna get to play this
7: summer though. Yep.
5: I know you're getting emotional just thinking about that right now, but just talk, I guess, a little bit more about just how much you credit uh, them and just helping you get to this part because we somewhat know how big, even though you don't get to play this summer, mm, yeah. them helping you still has been to get to this point even He's through played this played summer. Yeah.
6: He's never played yeah.
5: for the yeah.
7: mm. Mm. Um, They helped me a lot. I mean, Tri- Trip talked to me a lot and. He offered me a spot on the team, and sadly I just couldn't play.
2: What uh, When you go up there to Glenville, um, obviously it's going to it's, it's be a different part of the state for you, but there's a lot of West Virginia guys on that team. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, How cool is it that it's gonna be, you're going to be able to play with some other guys from around the state, some baseball-rich areas like Hurricane and Parkersburg?
7: I think it's going to be pretty cool up there. Hopefully get close with all the guys up there. Maybe go hunt or something, fish, and just get close with them.
5: What are you planning to major in, and but, why?
7: Uh, sports management, just to keep in like the sports department and just help me. I mean, I'm attracted to the sports, so I just want to stick with it.
2: All right, well, that will do it for us here with Mike Lupus. Congrats again on committing, and uh, hopefully recovery for that surgery goes pretty well. Thanks, sir. That Thank was Mike Lupus and Coach Vic Lupus in the building as well. Now, do it for this segment of the Sports Mix, brought to you in part by Hagerstown Ford, revolutionizing the car buying experience. Go to HagerstownFord.com for more. On the other side of this break, we'll begin to wrap things up on the show. We'll talk uh, some MLB baseball as well as the, the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. You're tuning in the Sports Mix on Talk Radio WRNR and TV10. Back in two minutes. So
6: when you need justice.
0: You're tuned into the Sports Mix with Spencer and Nick on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740 and TV 10.
2: welcome back to this final segment of the sports mix for your may 30th 2023 brought to you in part by the Mary group and ameriprise financial advisors john everson and phil mccoy stop by 1270 winchester avenue in martinsburg or call 304-263-4343 so we welcome you back to this final segment once again congrats to mike lupus on committing to glenville state and uh you know best of luck and prayers out for his speedy recovery after his surgery that he has tomorrow and uh I just think it's pretty remarkable that, you know, he even said it for coach up there taking a chance on him because he might not even be able to play next year. And that's a hard to to take a chance on somebody like that. So, you know, very proud that he's able to get that honor and, uh, you know, to at least have that spot next year. So, uh, once again, congrats to him before we uh, talk MLB baseball, it was confirmed to the journal. We already kind of speculated all this. Well, more than speculated based upon their Twitter bios, but, uh, Andrew Spellman puts out a story: Duke and Dandridge confirmed transfer to Goretti. So Dylan was on this from the start.
4: Yeah, I was able to tell you that guy's this a little while ago. The Spring Mills transfers in general, it was just seemed like they are moving around, uh, trying to get themselves a little more exposure in different ways. Uh, you know, there's a multiple reasons that team their players move around at the high school level, but. It's just another another loss for Spring Mills Girls Basketball. So it's going to be a very different team, but we'll see what Coach can put together there.
5: Yeah, it's just a little disappointing because you knew the group that they had together was a really great group. I mean, a fantastic season that even though it didn't end with a state championship still had the opportunity there, and how young this group was, you knew that the opportunity was going to be there for the next few years. So I I guess in that aspect it's disappointing, but at the same time you you want best for the student-athletes and you want them to uh, succeed and get college looks. So hopefully this route for them works that way. But I know a few months ago we had Travis Bajan on, and talked a little bit about this. And I, I didn't disagree nor fully agree with him on the same level, but he was talking about, and I don't know how much you guys remember this point that he brought up, if you're an athlete in this area, and he said it, and it, it kind of sounds unfortunate, and if you want to get looked at in this area, your your best option is to move. Yeah. How about and this? The, the other side of that argument before you get to that point is if you're good enough, you're going to get the looks no matter what. But.
2: yeah, but I think that this is totally. <laughs> we've talked to a head coach, uh, you know, just not specifically on the record, kind of just off the record of you know what do you think about the transfer portal? Because I believe we were told Berkeley County Schools put out the paperwork the twenty third of May, and then that June first they could officially decide where they're going. So I would venture to guess. Uh, you know, in the next couple days, we might find out some more information about some players transferring. Um, but how about this? Because we know via Twitter that Corinne Edsel and Reagan Edsel both not going; they're both going to school in Virginia next year. Maya Griffin graduated. Taylor McIntyre graduated. That brings back Faith Bush, Pre King, and Paige Vermillion. Three point three points per game, 2.4 points per game, 2.3 points, or 3.3, 2.4, and 2.3 points per game. It's going to be a totally yeah. different Spring Mills girls basketball team that we thought could be the state champions, could vie for a state championship next year we don't as know they got younger. In. We don't know who's coming in, but if you're looking at just the paper trail of what we can see.
3: And I think you have to consider, too, I mean, Coach Gonsk has built a pretty, consider, pretty consistent program even before those players came in, so well, I mean, obviously they made their decision and, uh, you know, good luck to whatever they decide to do. And, you know, I don't really necessarily feel like we need to get into all that, but, um, I think coach Gosk can still build a good team next year. Uh, you know, I think you start to see a consistency with this program. They're usually among the best in this area. So, while uh they lose you know a lot of talent and it's it's definitely a weird situation because you're using when they're seniors and not in the middle of their careers uh which may hold them back a little bit because they'll be a younger team in terms of experience uh but we don't know one who might transfer into spring mills i mean if you're a talented player in the epac and you're looking to maybe play for coach gosk i don't know i mean i don't know what goes into each of these athletes decisions uh or if you're somebody from across the state, who knows? I mean, anything can happen with this now, so it's kind of you, know, you just kind of got to go with it, and that's what ultimately I don't I don't think it will be that significant, but maybe it will be more significant than I initially thought uh, in terms of players transferring across the state.
2: I mean that you literally bring back n- nobody that I got majority of the playing time on that Spurs yeah. team. Yeah, you, you it's a whole the- new team. But You got to remember
3: the team that they had a few years ago was a bunch of freshmen, and they still did. Really well. But you, they were sir, talented
5: freshmen. You Who knows? We freshmen? don't know. I'm yeah, saying we. We don't know. We, we don't know. The next class could be. We don't know. We could, they, they could
2: be so Francis talented, could be. they could get back to the state, and they could win the state championship. Who knows?
4: Right. You reading off that per- returning production is giving me flashbacks to the round this time last year with Shepard women's basketball. But lucky for them, they're keeping their coach. It's not uh, exactly the same situation. Yeah. So you know, there's a good chance that Coach Goss is going to keep things under, under control there and keep up the standard. And we're not trying to say that those three players that are returning were
5: bad. No, no we we're, were just saying, saying that, that, that they didn't we play. We were just bringing up the yeah. numbers because, yes, they did not play as much compared to the ones that we listed off that are now no longer a part of the program. That was your starting five and then your main role players coming off the bench. They still are talented players nonetheless. It's just a very tough task for them to now have to pick up the uh, – I guess, playing time and production numbers that they need to be a successful team again with those players gone.
2: I would just venture to guess that we might see some movement this week via oh, Twitter. Yes. If they if it opens up, I believe, what, Thursday is the first? Yep. Thursday is the first, so that's the first day I would venture to guess on Twitter because we know these athletes, love these high school athletes, they know how to get recruited. You put your stuff out on Twitter and you at all the college head coaches. We also get added in some of that, too. So I would venture to guess that we're going to find out on Twitter that some people in the EPAC are going to different EPAC schools yeah, next and, year because yeah, they
5: can. And yeah. to that point, it's not going to be the college coaches come June 1st. It's going to be the high school coaches that they're adding.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, the real well, question is
5: – High school, so. That he can't, but those kids are going to reach out. The
2: real question is: Are we going to get? There's is there no going to be somebody that's going to make it. graphics like "I am transferring"? I've announced Literally, my intent yeah. to transfer to <laughs> yes. insert high school here. That'll be interesting to see if that the graphic game, how strong the graphic game is on Twitter this week.
7: Yeah.
2: All right, let's move on here. Uh, let's talk some Stanley Cup playoffs as uh, the Golden Knights. They're going to the. Stanley Cup Finals, what was this, four, was five years after they went there and they lost to the Caps? So they're going to yeah. take on the Florida Panthers. I think the Golden Knights are going to win it.
5: I don't know. It should actually be a pretty even Cup Final, I think. I think both franchises, if I remember correctly, are in their second Stanley Cup ever. And the way Florida's been playing as a wild-card team, they've been playing really good even though they were the eighth seed. Yes, Vegas has two, but – the panthers are especially out of the east beating boston to start off and then coming off a sweep and we thought vegas was going to come off a sweep too but they uh dallas fought back to make it a six game series i I could see this going either way even though the regular season vegas was better so they have home ice advantage how much does that really benefit you I, i don't know if it will
4: you know, as the resident hockey expert here, who Wait did a
5: a, that's I, Nick.
2: Nick's the resident hockey expert. All right. Nice did, try. Well,
4: oh, well, here's the thing. Did Nick exactly pre- correctly predict the Stanley Cup last year? I did on this show called it Avalanche and Six. No one remembers this but me. All right. Well, I guess I gotta I gotta make you guys remember this year. Golden Knights and six.
3: Golden Knights and six. All right. I think Golden Knights and five.
4: Mm, um, four to um, seven. Yeah. Whoa.
3: I don't. I can't name one player on either team. So,
4: Florida. You're the resident hockey expert. I never said anything about being able to name players on teams, Nick, but here I can am. Can
3: you name all the NHL teams, Tom?
4: Speaking of the NHL, we've no, we got can. a limited you're amount you're of time left. Hockey expert. Thank you for changing this. Right.
3: We've got a little amount of
4: time
2: left. We've got about eight minutes left on today's show. <laughs> Get the news at about 11 a.m. The Caps have named Leafs assistant Spencer Carberry as the new head coach. Uh, Carberry 41 will receive a four-year deal, sources have told ESPN. He was one of the buzziest names on the coaching circuit and now recently serving as assistant coach with the Maple Leafs. But he returns to the Capitals organization after he came up through the ranks coasting for its ECHL and the AHL affiliates in the South Carolina Stingrays and Hershey Bears as well. So they're really kind of, you know,
3: they parted ways
2: with Peter Lively but they're bringing in a guy that they know
3: before we talk about this just want to bring up the fact that i correctly predicted that the dallas stars would come back and take two games from the knights
5: wow yeah good job nick
3: thank you now uh colin with the capitals
5: i'm excited for it as spencer just brought up a guy that used to coach the hershey Bears, so he gets to come back into the washington organization so he remembers maybe a few players i don't know how many are still left that might be a member of the Capitals now that were Hershey Bears a few years back, but hopefully uh, he can bring playoff success because that's what matters for the Capitals. The regular season success for the most part has been there, especially with Ovechkin still on the team, but playoff you could argue success since the Cup has been non-existent
3: because they didn't keep Barry Trotz after he actually won them a Stanley Cup.
5: It, I don't want to get into that. Like we don't we have, do have enough have time, time right now to get into in that minutes. because well, I 100% agree with Well, if it mattered, they Colin, they would have kept the coach that won it. It, it mattered them. to me, but for some reason it didn't matter to them. And, they're they're
3: own very, own sense, very dumb and that's it. why he should be fired, and the Wizards need a new owner, and the Capitals need a new owner too. I Can't fire an owner, but let's do it.
4: If the Capitals wanted a coach that's going to bring them playoff success, they probably should have chosen an assistant from literally any other team than the Toronto Maple Leafs. That's also that's true. the, yeah. 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 the yeah. playoff. But he point, had playoff point.
2: success in the AHL so that's where the playoff success come from. Also, shout out to the Hershey Bears. They're in like the Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah in the uh, whatever league that is, the AHL.
5: You just said it. And then you <laughs> yeah, keep I know. The AHL. Yeah. Wait, what league is it? All, All right. It I NHL. just said five seconds ago.
2: All right. Uh, before we talk MLB baseball, the Mountaineers, they're making it. They Unfortunately, they fell. They had a terrible time in the conference tournament. They didn't win a game. Uh, but they are going to make it to the NCAA regional. This time the Lexington regional, uh, I believe, for the Kentucky Wildcats are hosting. Uh, they are going to – who are they taking on, Colin?
5: Indiana. Indiana. Yes, they are the two seed in Lexington Blazers. taking on Indiana. It'll be
2: on Friday at 7 p.m.
5: Yeah, but they're in a, a Unfortunately, if you're a
2: Mountaineer fan and you want to go to Lexington because you know it's the summer, right? Mm-hmm. Your, your closest hotel is going to be an hour away because current, in Lexington next this coming weekend is a country music festival. So, the coaches and players are staying on campus in dorms, and the closest hotel you can get is an hour away.
5: That's why Mountaineer fans like the tailgate. You bring your camper down to Lexington, have some fun in the parking lot.
3: Yeah. Um, college baseball, that's the
4: thing. West Virginia's a baseball school now, baby. It is, yeah. because...
5: Hey, you got to talk into your hopefully mic. Hopefully they're not going to be I myself. disappointing. Well, they're definitely again. not a football school, and they're definitely not a basketball school.
4: Until they beat Penn State. ho,
3: ho, 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 ho. So, and I'm not getting into a rifle basketball school
5: anymore. That's what they actually—they
3: are a rifle government. school,
2: rifle school. They're a rifle I'm school. not going to get into this anymore because I can't take the. They're
5: going to be a football. School I don't want to handle the heat. They're going media. to beat Penn State. They're not beating
2: Penn State. No, I know,
5: but if I say it they're enough times, I'll believe again. it. And then, yeah, Penn State can be one.
4: All right, let's get into the MLB. Okay. Why would you want to believe it? You'd just be more disappointed in the end. Let's get into but the
5: MLB. If it happens, I they can see in Maryland it just
4: like you said, how they're going to be the Avalon- Six. How about we table this topic it? till another
2: day? Until September, or I guess August. I mean, another day, the dog days of August, perhaps. Uh, let's talk MLB because that season is currently going on as we speak. Yeah, How'd the O's do over the weekend,
5: Colin?
3: They not good. Well. But they won when Colin was there.
5: Exactly. So hire me to go to every game baltimore because the two games i've been to you've won give me free tickets i'll go to the games and until you guys lose then i have to keep going
4: but now cedric mullins is hurt so now, that's now also true, really yeah. very sad
3: and john means business wvu wv mm-hmm. baseball school um thank you <laughs> that's right he is not coming back till august that's uh-huh. what he said at the earliest I thought he was coming back soon. He was supposed to come back in July. Now it's been pushed back to August. What? That's ridiculous. Tommy John. Steven Strasburg is it, not tough, coming yeah. back until 2037. He'll be done by then. He already is, done. Yeah.
2: I guess so. That's
3: Whatever. when he's coming back. We're not talking about, about the Nationals at the moment. We're about
4: to.
2: We are. They Unfortunately, were, they did lose 6-1. to one. Call
4: that a segue, folks.
2: They went 2-2. Two and two. They got two wins over the Kansas City Royals. They fell 2-3. to three in the final game in what could have been basically a gem uh, thrown by uh, Mackenzie Gore. Uh, but then Chad Cool comes and messes it up in seven innings. Mackenzie Gore gave up three hits, one run, while striking out 11. And that one run was a solo shot. And then Chad Cool comes in uh, for the eighth inning. He blows the save. He gives up a run. And uh, if he gives up three runs, two hits, one earned, two walks, or two strikeouts. But he gave up a home run, and the walk off. So he pitched one and two thirds innings. then that's fall in that game. Then they lose the opener to the Dodgers, in which they were winning one nothing for four full innings, or four innings, and then they give up six runs in the bottom of the fifth inning, and they lose six to one. Uh, as Trevor Williams gave up the loss. But I mean, besides that one inning. Uh, It was pretty good baseball. They didn't give up. So they gave up. I don't know if it was all in one inning. I didn't get to watch the game. But they gave up six six hits in the whole game and six runs. Uh, But none were earned. So it was pretty good, though, besides that one inning. So it's just, you know, it's one bad inning kind of kills the Nats.
4: That's baseball for you. Unfortunately, that's very, very true. I can't get over the name Chad Cool. Chad that is, is cool. already a, nickname, a slang term for B. But it's cooler. spelled
2: K-H-U or K-U-H-L. It's not spelled C-O-O-L. I feel that's, like that's, that's even cooler. That's
4: somehow cooler. Yeah. They should call him Chad Cooler. Chad
3: drinking out of the
2: cooler. In, <laughs> All the,
4: right. summer. In the summer. That's baseball, man.
2: All right, well, that will do Chad it coolers coolers for this edition of the Sports Mix. Speaking of the Nationals, you can catch them if you're driving around late tonight as uh, they'll be on the West Coast here, right here on Talk Radio WRNR 106.5 FM AM 740. 10 the first pitch at Chavez Ravine as they take on the Dodgers. It'll go on air at 940 from the Nats Radio Network. Doing the pitching will be Jake Irving versus Gonslund. Uh, then tomorrow's game will be at 4-10 in the afternoon, so it'll be a 3-40 pregame show as Patrick Corbin will be on the mound for the Nats, who is now 4-5 and five on the season after he started, I think 1-4. and four. Uh, But that'll do it for this edition of the Sports Mix. Thanks to Mike Lupus for coming on. Congrats to him and uh, well wishes to him as he's committed to play baseball at Glenville and he goes in for surgery tomorrow. For Dylan Bishop, Colin McLaughlin, Nick Versilini, I'm Spencer Precinct. So long, we'll talk to you tomorrow.